0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Quantum Nurse Freedom International live stream. We're going to have a powerful conversation as usual, just speaking truth and expressing freedom. So, today we are very happy that an insider, I call her an insider, because she's connected with the main topic for today, and that's Nick Catarano. And, Nick, thank you so much for being with us. Heartwood, I welcome you.
1: Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you both for having me.
0: And oh, uh, so, Nick, tell me more, Uh tell us more for the viewers who don't haven't heard about you yet, about uh, you and how did you end up uh, really just starting to speak up? Because in my mind, I feel like you are an insider and sometimes for those people who have bravely spoken out about their organization or where they make a living off. The picture I have or the, the thought that I have is, it's like biting the hand of your master who feeds you. So, so tell me how you really feel about what you're doing now.
1: Well, you know, it, 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 for visuals, I'm biting the hand of Mickey Mouse, so it's not as intimidating up front as it would seem. Uh, but it, it Mickey Mouse is a is a pretty ugly machine these days. Um, I was a I was a union leader. I, I was always interested in helping my coworkers and and workers' rights. As uh, corporate America has focused more on the money and away from actually defending workers' rights and and a lot you know wage earning and things like that, I, I took a lot of interest in that and I got involved with the union. And I, and I rose pretty fast to, to, to union leadership and, and I used to negotiate with Disney. Um, and you know I, I disagree with a lot of politics, me personally, but I, I was unified in the fact of what was right what was right for workers. And I had an opportunity to help a lot of them for a long time and I, and I enjoyed that. Um, but when the mandates, when, when the pandemic came and, and we were shut down and, and a lot of us were let go and eventually uh, some of us were brought back, um, our union reached out to me, if, if, for those who don't know, Walt Disney World was one of the first uh, multinational companies and one of the first companies in America to uh, do the, the vaccine mandate. Um, they reached out to me to find out what my position was. And I told them I opposed it for a number of reasons. And I went down the list and how I thought it was wrong. And it was a slippery slope. But I didn't think there was anything one person can do about it because I saw the train coming. Uh, it would so happen that my wife would get COVID the next day, uh, positive test and get sick really fast uh, back when it was the, uh, the, the Delta variant, I believe. And uh, two days later, I would end up in the ER. Uh, after seven hours, my heart rate exploded. Um, it was at 100, 155 beats a minute for seven hours. And, and for underlying conditions, I was very concerned. I was uh, finally, when I was in the ER and the doctor got to me seven hours after that, I had a high fever, the aches and chills, a positive COVID test. And they uh, told me I had COVID um, and with my underlying conditions that that it was probably going to get very serious. Uh, but there was nothing they could do for me. They told me to go home. They would monitor me, monitor my oxygen. And when I go into crisis, come back. And I thought that was a strange thing because my family had been in medicine. My mom had been a nurse for 32 years. I'd never heard of anybody being so sick. And all they could tell you is go home, and when you go into crisis, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. And they offered me something called remdesivir that I wasn't aware of at the time. Uh, so I, I went home thinking that was a strange experience. Um, two days later, my wife was getting pretty bad, and I was concerned for her. So I started thinking and, and pushing to get an answer from doctors. I got a hold of uh, a naturopath doctor uh, who I had been a patient of. And he told me about the FLCCC protocols and recommended ivermectin, steroids, and erythromycin. At that point, I hadn't been paying attention, so I didn't know what ivermectin was. Uh, but we were able to get some before it was banned, as as it has come to be. And two hours later, we felt better. Two days later, we were totally fine. Um, and I started learning and, and digging in and learning and thought, why wouldn't anybody else know about ivermectin if it helped so, if it was such a good help so quick? Um, And then I learned about Remdesimir. I learned in, at least in the States, they had incentivized the hospitals to put people on ventilators and remdesivir. I noticed how they were killing people. There were uh, famous doctors here in the States called Dr. Corey, Dr. McCullough, who since then I've had an opportunity to meet and spend time and talk with. Um, And they had gone to the U.S. Senate and and recommended ivermectin and and talked against the protocols like remdesivir and the ventilators. And they fell on deaf ears. And as I considered all these things and did my my digging and research, and we got better, my mom got sick, seventy three years old with all kind of health conditions. She should have been a goner. Um, and ivermectin helped her get better as well. Uh, I realized something was really wrong, and they were killing people. And I had no other way to look at it. I just said, "This is a death sentence," and there, there's a reason for it. And that initiated me into the fight. I, I, I realized I had to do something. Uh, I'm a Christian. I think of the scripture Ephesians uh, 5.11 have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And I didn't know what I was gonna do, but I just realized I had to take a stand and risk everything and bite Mickey's hand as hard as I could. So I, I grabbed that thing and I just started biting the heck out of it.
0: Thanks for sharing that, Nick. And it is really true that no matter if you get positive, or you're feeling something is off, that other solutions are there that really, when I say other, not the mainstream Western science hospital solution, but it is truly important that we have to acknowledge that you don't have to take or to listen to do what the mainstream Western science, science, quote unquote, because it's what really ends up to be, as you called to be, be for anyone to be a downer. Okay, so that's very important for our audience. Do understand that, and uh, well, and I, I'm glad I'm gonna put John. John was able to. One uh, they are podcasters, so I'm gonna let him in. So if we get interrupted, we welcome our podcasters to come in and have a conversation with Nick. So Nick, whatever you have observed now is do you think it's just that lately or in just the last two years that Disney just suddenly is doing these things or the the theme, the agenda of how disney has been advancing to different kind of agenda that's not beneficial for our kids has it been happening long time ago and it's just now that you really see it and experience it
1: i I definitely think it's been in process for a while it's just accelerating a lot faster now is is what i'm noticing uh but I, i i don't think it was new uh if if you look back and you pay attention you could see all the signs of them uh, pushing things. It's interesting. There's a uh, Vanguard and there's BlackRock, which are big companies um, that invest. They have 88% controlling interest in the S&P 500. And it's uh, interesting to see that even though we see all these different entities or different uh, companies, but they all share a common thread and they're controlled by the same people. And that's why we're seeing the same agendas come out of all these com- these companies simultaneously.
0: so in and then in your circle of friends cuz you're still with disney right
1: yeah i'm still there okay.
0: yeah yeah how do you manage to be still there and uh you know interact with your coworkers and how how do they respond or how do they really feel about what you're doing and you know as i said it must be hard to be in an institution in a corporation where you're speaking much that they're not doing things right by us in a godly way so
1: i i would say i'm in a god bubble i've been very protected and i think everybody's been really surprised that i've been allowed to function i think part of it has been i've established a lot of big connections and lawyers and and allies and people speculate that maybe they're worried about what what could possibly potentially be if they they attack me personally but being being at Disney, it's been interesting. I've established a lot of relationships. I've always been good to my coworkers and been involved in, in a lot of whatever they needed. I, I've been very supportive, especially during the pandemic and the shutdown. I was very involved in walking people through. We were involved in food banks where we fed thousands of families every week. Um, so I, I think that helped um, when people realized there's more to me than just me fighting against the vaccines per se, um, and then when these, when the issue of the vaccines and I and I, my open letter at goofyvaccine.com, it seemed like everybody went into a, a trance of safe and effective. Um, people's response to me initially, a lot of them were standoffish. A lot of them, you could see these uh, looks on their faces. As I continue to speak out on other things on the on the pushing for transgenderism uh, of of little children, I I seem to hit a nerve and and some people I could see this almost hate in their eyes when I walk in. But at the same time, I have a lot of support, a lot more support than I expected. Uh, Part of the reason I stay at Disney is because I want to continue to be a voice from the inside. I think a lot of these companies and organizations, police forces, they're purging out. Part of the agenda is to purge out anybody who disagrees with them, and that way they they you know they they're able to ostracize the rest of us until we don't exist anymore. And I want to fight that process as long as I can and continue to be a voice. And I, I've been very fortunate and very impressed that as the days go on, the more and more I had somebody at another job that I work at a hotel also. Just walk up to me the other day and said, "Nick, you've been right. We thought you were crazy for two years." And I said, "Right about what? I've been speaking on a lot of issues," and uh, he says, "About the vaccines, you're proven to be right." And these are people that are vaccinated, um, but but it's it's it, you know the fact that as the truth breaks through the psychosis, this mass formation, I guess as it's been called sometimes. I feel it's important to be in this in the vicinity where people could talk to you, people could could reach you, and I'm going to stay as long as I can and continue to have those conversations in the open, and hopefully win hearts and minds and uh, help break this from crack through this uh, through this lie and this narrative that we're facing globally.
0: I salute you, John, and I'm I mean I'm I'm sorry, I I salute you, Nick, and I Thank really. You. Um, respect and I support that as long as you could stay in that environment and it's not affecting you in physically and spiritually I think it's really a good idea to be there and to also you know have that support for other members in the especially for the other staff right employees and and you are also in that strategic um, place where you could have that instant, um, empowering conversation for people. So you know, some of us have different roles. Some of us have to be out an outsider already. But keep up the good work. And and uh, one one more thing that I wanted to ask before I pass it on to um, Hartmut is that. How, how up to what extent does really people, especially the employees, will do anything to 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 just be enslaved, to be enslaved with a, a, a an organization that they know already that it's hurting them or it's hurting the whole community. And I say that also because I'm one of the few minority parents that I wasn't really crazy about bringing my child to Disney. And that wasn't any of my long-term objective. I know I was surrounded with parents who the minute they'll go, they'll take their children. And I always say that Oh, there's something always fishy. And I said, if it's not helping my child grow and develop to especially love their culture. Uh, so how, how, what are the like things that people would do to just get into Disney and be there?
1: I don't know. You know, it's kind of like with the, with the whole shot thing. When I've talked to friends that, that got vaccinated, who didn't want to get vaccinated. And I would ask them early on. I said, "So what are you going to do in the booster?" And they would look at me and say, "Well, I've already taken the two shots." And I think that's been part of the part of the the psychology of it. You know, once they get you to bend, once they get you to compromise against what you want, um, and we're seeing that in Canada, right, where now they they're requiring a shot every nine months. Um, and I think they they know this. Um, so I, I think that's the problem. What what I feel good about. In, in my position is that I've already openly spoken out and I openly speak out um, even when I'm there. and um, so as long as I could do that, I'm gonna I, I personally can continue to do that. but I, I I think it's it's the analogy of the frog and in, in the warm water that they they leaf the heat up and it starts to boil. and i and i I'm afraid that most people continue to kick the can down the road for them personally and going against their consciences. And I, and I think uh, they, they don't realize how far down the road they are. And they think at some point they're going to be able to stop. And I think if people don't take a stand where they are at this point where we've seen so much and we now have so much data, so much information, um, I, I think it's important that people stand up now. If not, they're not going to be able to stand up later on, I, I don't believe. I think it's unfortunate for, for a lot of the employees. They've, they've built their life on it. They've made a good living. Their insurances, I know single parents that maybe they didn't start out that way, but now they have kids and they they depend on their health insurance. So there's all kind of trappings involved and, and each case is individual, um, but it, it, it's it's hard to tell. It's, it's, it's hard to tell, but I know I've been encouraged because already some of them have begun to take a stand. They've lost their jobs and uh, we launched our lawsuit. Um, you may have not known that uh, unless you've been looking, but we filed a, a complaint on June 30th we had a press conference and this is just the start. Uh, the press pretty much blocked it out. We had some big press show up, but they they controlled the narrative and made it a soundbite. bite. Uh, but now it's being, being starting to be picked up on conservative uh, channels and, and a few people are writing about it. So we have some some pretty big things in store and we're gonna be piling in a lot more cast members into the lawsuit. Um, so we're gonna take our stand and, and hopefully it will encourage more people to come out and stand with us.
0: Thank you very much, Nick. And I re- and thank you for mentioning that you are operating under the God bubble.
1: Thank you. Thank
2: you. It's real. Um, Nick, I really appreciate what you're doing and that you really stay in the front. And um, I want to encourage you by, um, by a German poet and novelist. He was called Erich Kästner. And he wrote a poem concerning uh, warning against suicide. And the last quote or the last sentence in this poem is stay alive to annoy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so this, this reminds me directly what you're doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, that, that's part of that's part of the truth. I think part of it is yeah. y- you push me to the brink and I want to show that I'm not scared and i'm not and, and i'm going to show my face i think i think the human condition a lot of times would be to to, to run and and not face it directly but um yeah, I, it's not comfortable it, it, it's very uncomfortable it's, it's very difficult on many levels but but the, the fact to show my face and and to and to push back is definitely a part of of what i'm doing
2: of course and uh um i had a very interesting conversation with a friend of mine because uh, she is a musician and she has on the one side she understands ours our way of thinking and the other side she can understand also the, the the let's say the family thinking because uh if you try to live in harmony or if you try to live in a secure bubble then you want to have security you want to have harmony and then truth is a very disturbing thing and um and the interesting thing is concerning um, Walt well, Disney, especially also the parks. They are, let's say, they are the castles of harmony. If you understand what I mean, yeah. And and this is, and um, and the interesting thing is to get people in the in the way that they understand it or that they want to see the truth. This is a very hard work because the most people don't have the courage. To see it because they have to go through their own anxiety to see the truth
1: I had a a great quote that I read years ago and it was anonymous that said a great deal of intelligence can be found invested in ignorance when the need for illusion is great and I think they've created an environment where we need our illusions we need that sense of false security constantly and we just bury our heads in the sand to to maintain it Um, but but I, I, I try to warn people, especially here in the States who I talk to the most, that kicking the can down the road is only going to make it worse. And, you know, it's going to give us less opportunity to turn this around so that we can really build a, a real security, a real, a real community. Um, so I, I think it's it's much necessary to face, you know, I think it's hard for people to accept that people could be so evil and so bad. You know, we just we're not programmed to, to accept that. Um, but I'm a big student of history and fortunately that has prepared me to to realize that yes people can be that bad and 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 even prior to this covid you know I I had friends that got cancer and 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 I and I really pushed back against conventional treatments and and tried to take more alternative approaches which I'm sure nurse grace would would appreciate so I I was already aware of the pharmaceutical uh, machine um, the lies that are told on so many levels and it, it helped me to see through it a lot quicker where other people it's it's a lot more easier to kind of go through and and trust people uh, you know one of my big heroes is uh, dietrich Bonhoeffer um, who was there in Germany um, during the, the rise of Hitler and he he risked everything and he took a stand um, maybe not always perfectly when even a lot of the churches uh, went along and tried to keep the peace um, and 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 he's he to me he was just a giant of a human being, for his, his courage, and uh, those those kind of heroes, uh, Will, William Wilberforce in the UK, who fought against slavery at the time uh, and eventually prevailed. Um, these are the people that I had looked through through history and th- and thought how how was it that these men were so brave at such a dark time, and I think that thinking helped me resolve um, to take the stand I have. As, I, as I've looked to, toward them and imagined what what it must have been like not 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 ever anticipating we would be at a place in history that we are now in our own time that that it's a such a global thing that we're facing
2: yeah it's um i I like to refer refer maybe in every podcast uh, and I can only recommend everyone to read this it's uh, it's a report about torture from the amnesty international report 1974. Because in this everything is written down, and you can see um, you can see the measure you can see the measures of psychological torture. You see how they intend to break the will. You you can read about Greece, where they had um, the military regime. I think from John, help me please, nineteen sixty-seven to nineteen seventy-four. Right? Yeah. And uh, and the interesting thing is um, during this. Dictatorship. The press was the only force who told the truth. They were faster. The press was faster than the government, and because of the releasing of the docu- uh, of the truth, they had the possi- they they couldn't be a member of the European Union anymore because it would damage the reputation of the U- European Union, and so they had to. Uh, the military dictatorship has to go and has to f- become a democracy. And this is this was done in Greece, and and the problem is what we are facing right now. We don't have this fourth uh, this fourth force in our gov- in our in our societies anymore. I, we are the fourth
1: fourth. That's it. I, I yeah. think because they they they've critically analyzed everything and realized where the weaknesses were for truth yep. to get in, and they've moved people to all these uh, positions in the media and in power and in, in all these different areas where it's only a small fraction of the people, I believe, considering, but it seems like it's so much more because they control everything in these corporations, in our politics, in our media, where it's so overwhelmed and the pressure is so real and, and people are biased because they've been compromised to continue and have their lifestyles.
2: I, I don't know whether you can answer this question, but um, does the company for which you work register who is who got the jab and who not and does it does it what i want oh, yeah, to ask yeah, yeah. Because, because the interesting thing is i i we had uh, last year i saw a very interesting video where someone quoted that the that some industries some sectors they registered very very carefully who is who is vaccinated and who is not vaccinated so that they can make a calculation, how many employees they have to get in the next three or four years.
1: So it was really interesting, and, and, and you could almost, we could almost have a long conversation on this, but they offered like almost a week's salary for people to report their vaccination status. In the beginning, 40% of the company did not report vaccination status. Then they set deadlines. You had to get the vaccine, and then you had two weeks for it to be fully vaccinated. And um, they put the fear in a lot, of, a lot of people. And even the people that were resisting, I would say about 90% of them caved. But when they did the numbers, that were I had people on the inside that leaked the numbers to me. After the deadline, they still had 10,000 unionized casts plus maybe 5,000 non-unionized casts still resisting the vaccine. So there was a lot of people, but they kept telling people they had a 97% or 93% vaccination rate, so that they would make the feeling that people were alone. It was a, psych, a a psychology of you're alone, you're on you're you're one of the minorities. So when I took an open stand, people would find me in, in a corner somewhere in a storeroom and they'd start talking to me. I thought I was the only one. I don't know who to talk to. I don't know what to do. And that's how they that's how they've been winning and grinding people down. So in the state of Florida, we were very fortunate. We had rallies, we, we teamed up with firefighters and, and nurses and we we pushed throughout the whole state, not just me, but a lot, a lot of us. Um, and we were able to force a special session where our governor, I believe, wants to do all the right things. And they did a special session and they stopped the mandates, uh, firing people because of the mandates. But they left a loophole open and we rallied and went to Tallahassee to fight against it because what they did was they left it open for discrimination because companies could still have a vaccine policy they couldn't fire you for not having the vaccine but the loophole was open so they could discriminate against you and they could acknowledge who was vaccinated and not and they sent that information you would upload it to a third company so all of a sudden your privacy is 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 out the door none of this should be legal in any way shape or sense but Lawyers are scared to take it on because even the judges are compromised, but they have to upload your vaccination status to these companies. So when Governor DeSantis was able to put the pressure on the rest of his legislators and they were able to get the stop the vaccine from mandate from firing people, they left the door wide open for the discrimination and for CMS, which is the hospitals where they get all this Medicare money, Medicaid money and they're still able, able to reach into the states and force their nurses and their doctors to get vaccinated and put that pressure on them. And I think a lot of it has to do with the, the bribery of the federal government through these programs and they print money. So our infl- we're, we're, we're paying twice, we're paying in our taxes and we're paying through inflation because they print this money and they bribe everybody. All these municipalities, these schools, these, these, these you know, police stations, whatever. And, 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 these hospitals, and they say, if you don't play ball, we'll take that money from you. So it, it it's a real corrupt system that they've come up with. Um, but they definitely know who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated. Um, and that was my biggest fear and why so many of us fought. I'm, I'm teamed up with children's health defense, Florida here. And we really, uh, I, and, uh, Mo Van Hook of Children's Health Defense Florida really did a big push along with Moms for America and a lot of other groups and my group uh, that I'm involved with, CCDF, to try to put a stop to leaving this loophole, but um, we couldn't find the political will to stop it.
2: Yeah, and um, this is very interesting that they have this registration because here in
1: Germany, for example,
2: we they are um, changing the um, the infection law, and um, it will. it looks like that it will be like this if some, for example, if an employee got a flu and he infected his colleague and um, they found out that this first employee is um, not, vex- not got the, didn't get the jab, uh, he has to pay a fine up to $25,000 or to go to jail up to five years. And, and this is, and uh, I think that the that the company policy in the future will also be like that. For example, if, you're, if someone doesn't take the job, that he has to sign a paper where it is stated that he has to accept that if someone is affected by him, he has to pay a fine of a specific amount of money to the company.
1: We are fortunate because of DeSantis that that, that at least for now, won't, won't fly here in Florida. Um, but we know that these vaccine passports are in, in the background. Are, are being under under the undercurrents at least here in the states. They're 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 laying the groundwork pretty thick right now. Um, but it's you know it, at my job at Disney we have so many people that are vaccinated and boosted and they're all getting COVID. And of I've been, I've, I've been working with them, and because of my natural immunity and my healthy immune system now. I haven't gotten them and I'm working face to face with them the night before and then I find out the next day they're very sick so in Germany how would that work so if you're vaccinated and you get everybody sick what happens nothing it's, it's, insani- it's insanity it doesn't yeah. make it. it, it, it nothing it,
2: because you 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 made your contribution to the society and because of this you and you are you are super boosted <laughs> Sorry, (laughs) you're super cool. And uh, and the interesting thing is, at the moment here in Germany, for example, many people want to travel um, uh, to foreign countries because it's holiday time, and we and the airports they don't have any workers, right? And the airlines as well. And uh, my question is, what is the situation concerning your company? Uh, Do you have also do you also realize that there are let's say. production problems or let's say service problems because all the uh, all the employees who who are gone or who are now sick is there any is there any let's say can you feel it that there are many people that you need more employees instead of of less right now
1: yeah here in florida and in the states there's a big shortage of people all over the country I have a lot of friends that are in the airline industry pilots that uh, we've all united that are resisting the shots. And we, we work together on a lot of different issues and they're having pilots who are getting sick. they Southwest Air, What's interesting. You, they can't leave the ground unless they have a vaccinated and an unvacc- a vaccinated and an unvaccinated pilot because va- pilots are getting sick. Vaccinated pilots are getting sick in midair. That's a fact. So that should tell that's it the game over every time we hear these things we think game over the truth should come out but it's it's such a charade and i don't believe any of this has to do anything with production or making money or anybody cares because i think the goal is to break down the system so that everybody's so desperate they're going to take whatever crumbs were handed and they could finish vaccinating people fully because you know if if you have a family, if you have children and you push them to the brink, people will do anything for their children, for their spouses, for you know their their parents. Um, so I think that's part of their game plan. Um, you know, and I, I think I, and I've said that even at Disney, people say, well, it's bad for business and the stock price of Disney is is collapsing. And, and I'm saying, but what do they care? If you think of the people at the top that are calling the shots, they probably got hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. All those other people are investors. They're collateral damage. Nobody cares about them. They're, you know, nobody's worried. And for the, all the crazy people that have drinking the Kool Aid and still think this is a good idea, with all the facts and data and everything, and adverse reactions and high all cause mortality all over the world, and 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 even I heard in Europe the fertility rate has dropped just dropped ten yes. percent. You know, any these people are in a cult. It's a religion. I, I don't. Know it's a religion, definitely. Pit. Yeah. It, it, it's a religion, and they are they are committed to their religion regardless of anything else or whatever harm it does, because they somehow think that the greater good is on the other side of it, and and it, it's to me it's pretty demonic.
2: Yeah, and um, interesting. For example, in Germany, we had here
1: a, a governmental report
2: of the last uh, two years. Uh, let's say the result of the measurements of the last two years, which were examined. And um, let's say it this way, uh, in the report, it's written in a very soft way that uh, many measurements failed. Many measurements. It. But the interesting thing is you cannot hear anything about the news media. Nothing. Only one, two, three, four times and that's it. They're complicit. Yeah. So, they
1: helped it. Yep. They're not yep. going to turn themselves in. Yep they're 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 kicking they're kicking the can down the road just like fauci and every other person that's pushed this because they realize the gig is up as far as we know what the truth is but they got to continue the appearances and they got to dominate by force and by manipulation because they can't afford to let the other side have an opening because then they're going to have to bring them to justice i think that's what's next i think that's what they fear right there's going to be there's going to be a reckoning, and somebody who's a criminal, who's been part of this criminal enterprise that has literally committed genocide. How how could they begin to just let their guard down? They're going to fight with everything they got. They're going to throw everything at us they possibly have to protect themselves. Um, so we're up against some serious forces, and that's why we just got to keep pushing. Eventually. You know, I have a little leak, my, my water hose in the back. I was just watering some, uh, my, le- my lemon plant and I noticed it's leaking a little drop, but I looked down and it's digging a big hole, <laughs> just that one little drop, digging a big hole and each of us got to keep being, being that drop that, 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 that's eroding their, their wall that they have around themselves
2: brilliant now that's that's a very good last sentence i pass it to to john thank you so much nick it was really a real pleasure talking to you thank you, you.
1: thank you thank you harvard
3: hey nick how's it going good john how are you i'm doing great i'm actually just a couple hours north uh, south of you in uh, florida so um, right. come visit me sometime i did i was up in uh i was up in orlando a couple uh like about a month ago for uh, Podfest,
1: So I, 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 di- I didn't hear that. I didn't hear about that one, but oh, okay. Orlando gets a lot of events. So we're, yeah. we're always full of all kinds of good stuff. Well, I am
3: planning another trip up to Disney. Um, sometime in October, cause I have some family coming down from Canada. I, I'm originally from Toronto. So everything that you said about um, how the employees kind of, hiding in the little corners, the unvaccinated, hiding in the little corners, whispering to each other um, about, you know, oh, I thought I was the only one. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, that sounds exactly what I was going through back in Toronto. I'm like, I can't believe it's actually happening here in Florida still. Like, I mean, everything here is free. Like, I've seen the difference. Um, I got a ton of questions for you, a ton. Let's go. Uh, I, I,
1: I, I was going to say a caricature I saw on Twitter, where they were burning this person at the stake, and everybody had the pitchforks, and the executioner had the flame, his face covered, and he says, "Hey, I agree with you." As he's going to light them on fire, <laughs> and that's what it feels like because they're they're part of the problem by remaining silent, and 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 going along with it, but yet people are still they're so, they're, they're rooting for you to 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 save them but they don't put any skin in the game
3: which kind of leads into the question that i wanted to talk about is how important do you think that the employees and the stakeholders and the shareholders can influence the company's decision to make i don't want to use the word change because change i live by the rule change change happens at the end of the barrel of a gun. And I I don't ever want to see that for anybody. And um, oh, to shift into something that's more viable for, for everybody to enjoy, because Disney
1: is like Disney. I mean, everybody loves Disney. Right, and, and it's really sad too, we did a press conference and when I got up there to speak and open up the press conference, and 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 this is true. The, the, the conversations I've had in the past few weeks, besides the anger and the frustration with Disney, and especially when I talk to the older people, there's a sense of sadness. They're like, we've enjoyed Sydney for so many years. We've had a lot of memories that we've made there. And they have fond memories. I met one lady, uh, her name was Maureen, and she her family was friends with Walt Disney growing up. Um, so she has her, I, her, her visions of what Disney was about and, and how it affected to her family. And there was a profound sadness about it. As as far as the change, I, I, I don't know. I keep saying that we're so far down the road, it's almost hopeless, but yet as somebody who has faith, I believe there's always hope. Um, and I don't want to see it get to the, to the end of the barrel of a gun a, as well. Um, I, 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 I always, I'm always hopeful, but I'm, I'm, also very realistic with what I'm looking at. It, it, it seems like these things and, and people are so far gone, but sometimes the pendulum, one, one thing about these people is they overreach so much and so grossly that it really shocks people that are, are totally asleep. And I think uh, in one of the things with the, um, the Disney fighting against DeSantis about the parental rights and education, for, for most people that that were paying attention that were not on the side of, of politically of DeSantis and they looked at the bill and I've had even people within Disney tell me it didn't make any sense because they're talking about three to six year olds, right? Like don't don't talk your don't talk about your sexuality with little kids. Let little kids be little kids. And so I I think by their extreme positions and, and the extremes of what they're doing and people like myself and others that are trying to bring it to light so that people can pay attention to it, I think it could shock people into, into making a change individually and standing up. and And I think ultimately, if all the factors come together, like the shareholders there's a lawsuit that they could do to because they're losing their stock value. And I, and I hear rumors that people are looking into that already. I think if those shareholders take a stand, I'm sure there's people on the board that disagree with what's going on. If they do something, if the people who, who, who support Disney and go to the movies and, Netflix and, and Disney Plus and all that take a stand, that, that, that weighs in. If employees and everybody, all those factors play a part. And if we can't change Disney, we can create a a parallel society and and that will bring money and capital and people to something different. And I think that's important that that we give it all we got regardless, because we know that this is the right thing. And I think people a lot of people look at it and say, Goliath is too big. There's no way we're going to do it. Um, and I think people have to realize you have to do it. There's no choice but to do it. And if, and by doing it, we can, we can bring about some real change and at least bring about an, an environment and, and culturally keep the door open for people like us who think differently to have a place to survive and to thrive and to work. Um, and, and if not, they're gonna squeeze us out. We see every place where they can, they continue to squeeze until there's nothing left. Um, you know, and again, I use Australia. Look at Australia. There, there are people dying left and right all cause mortality over there. And, and and they don't let up. They just keep blaming somebody somebody else and finding a scapegoat. But they're never going to just say, oh, we were wrong because then the liabilities are too great. So we have to put a stop to
3: it. You said something about Disney, sub, uh, Disney Plus subscribers. I am one of them. And um, I have been hounded by the people close to me to cancel my subscription. I have been, like, literally, I'm on the brink of canceling my subscription. The only thing that's happening, the only thing that's holding me, holding me on, excuse me, is the Star Wars series. The Star Wars series, for some reason, LucasArts has not shifted that far left. And for me, when I saw the new Obi-Wan series come out, I'm like, finally finally, finally, finally a movie uh, a show, a series that has come out and shown the true character of one of the characters that the way that they were supposed to be and none of this left this garbage was in there that I saw. I may have I may have had an oversight oversight on it, but I know in the Mandalorian series, the whole issue with Gina Carano um I have a feeling that is going to come to the
1: forefront. Am I wrong on that? I hate to pop your bubble, but this is my observation. I'm not saying I'm right. And I'm somebody who's working in Disney. So I, I, I do not say this judgmentally by any means, but Disney has been a master of pushing the culture, pushing all these things, but also keeping a foot in both worlds, presenting themselves as the family safe, fun, friendly option. And Disney has done that for a long time. And uh, I think what I notice about all these nefarious organizations, groups, whatever they are, they, have a, they seem to have a good pulse on how far they could go. And they, they, always, they always push the envelope to, to its shocking, and then they back up a little bit so people collectively catch their breath and feel things are changing. And then they've already taken you to a new place of acceptance, and then they push you even further. And I think that's because in our in our good natured, we we want to believe, right? We want to hope that this is true, that this has changed, that this is hopeful, um, and we're going in the right direction. But with the same people at charge, and they've openly told us what they think. Um, now, uh, I I don't see any hope for those people as they're in charge. That they're doing the their their motives are not good. Their motives are as 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 any criminally minded person I would say is that they will give you a little bit of good because it's in their best interest to do so to convince you to continue walking with them and what i've used the analogy and what i've noticed here in the united states they had the, the 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 government mandate uh that biden was trying to do across the us the deadline was january 10th and there were two separate issues it was for all empl- all employers of 100 or more and all the CMS issue, which was all the hospitals. It was January 10th, I think was the deadline. The Supreme Court could have done a stay and froze everything and saved people until they had a verdict because they were gonna give a favorable verdict in half of it. But what they did is they waited another three days. All those people that got fired, got fired. All those people that were intimidated and caved, caved. All the All the terror it caused in those families. And then they gave you a verdict and said, hope, we're going to fight against the mandate. We're going to shoot that down. We're going to keep the CMS. So they split the baby. But they could have saved a lot of those people that they were going to save, but they waited three days. And in, in Florida, they did the same thing. All the deadlines came. And then finally, they did a special session after all those people were fired. And then they they, they saved those jobs in place. And I notice that what they're doing is it's a systematic picking off the weak people at the end of the line, the people that are falling behind, they pick you off and then they give you hope at the front and they keep you moving, but they're, they're, they're closing, they're grinding people down. And what I try to warn people, and I will give you another example, our first lawsuit against the mandates before we got the, 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 the Florida legislature to pass the special session, to stop the firing people for the mandates. We had a meeting with our lawyer all the people that were in the pipeline with religious exemptions for Disney employees here in Florida, because they fired everybody over and, and denied the mandates in Disneyland in California. They, the next day started approving all the religious exemptions. And a lot of those people started dropping out of the lawsuit because they gave them something. They realized we have to give you something to weaken the fight and to hold our position. And I warned everybody then, I said, if you take that bone they're giving you, You are making their hands stronger, and they're going to torture you later on for it. And sure enough, a couple months later, everybody was complaining again. Oh, I'm I'm being harassed. I'm having to wear this N95 mask. I can't breathe. And I said, I warned everybody. They bought everybody off. And I think we have to really realize that psychologically, they know what our needs are. They know what our hopes are. They appeal to our good nature, right? When you won't take the shot to save yourselves, you gotta save grandma. You you know, it's it's they're playing us psychologically on so many levels. And 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 it's it's really hard because we it's hard to give up the things that we have come to enjoy and appreciate. But I, I think it's important that we gotta realize the war we're in, the spiritual war we're in and realize how these people think and um and 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 attack and, and address it accordingly because I, I i don't think they're doing it for any of the right reasons they're just they're they know what they can get away with you um you're you're spot on with that
3: you're actually spot on with that like like you said the spiritual war that we're fighting with them and it's 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 funny because the disney symbol has also changed from the 90s from what it was i think it was I can't remember what it's changed, but they have put specific deep symbolism inside Disney. If you know where to look, there is a six, six, six and a serpent inside the entire, um, symbol. I've seen, so it. you've like, seen it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if everybody else has seen it, but it's yeah. there. Um, do you think that this was a planned? thing for them to do because like even the history of disney like if you look like i've heard a rumor i this may be false that walt disney was an anti-semite
1: i don't know you know i heard i heard you know i went to the ford museum down in in fort myers florida you might be closer to there and i was really fascinated um by the museum and the home and everything but he was anti-Semitic as well. And they yeah. had his literature there. They didn't hide it. Um, a lot of people at that time, it could have very, very well been. Um, as far as planning, I, 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 you know, I look at the corporation in different levels. There's a lot of people that are employed there that have worked and built their careers there that probably have no clue. And they've been, they've been led down. You know, I, I studied I studied a lot of the occult, and, and I studied a lot of masonry, and, and I have, uh, you know, I, I, I looked at Albert Pike's uh, 33rd degree book. I have it and read through it. And when you're reading into the first chapters and they're leading people in the early initiations, they tell them they're not going to know what, they're, what those symbols really mean. They would only reveal it to them later. So they bring you in like that, and they turn you by degrees. And then they, they make you aware later on um and and i think a lot of of that stuff within not only disney but we're seeing it within government and and culture in general i think all of it's been done to by degrees uh but i think more importantly to the point that you're saying these things exist they're there and uh that's just the reality that we're dealing with now i i i feel
3: yeah um you're right because coming from canada we've seen it i've seen it firsthand how they um they make the goalposts just a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further out. And it's like uh, the, the recently the Canadian health minister uh, made a comment that, uh, like you said, uh, we're going to need a vaccination booster every nine months. And something else that he said that wasn't, I think, picked up by a lot of people is that we're never going to see the end of COVID-19 boosters.
1: It's insane. Yeah, they'll see the end when people drop dead. well
3: when they're all dead in alberta they just announced there was a spike in unidentified deaths from the beginning of the year um that they've never seen in the history of modern medicine which is like over 3500 people dead
1: yeah for unidentified reasons i think they could only in every you know i don't know how long they're going to be able to suppress the the reality of it because everybody's thinking it even the people that weren't and, and, and I know because I have a lot of friends that are vaccinated and neighbors. and little by little they just they start having problems and they go, I wonder if it's the vaccine. And I, how, do you, how do you not see that? You know but they, the crazy thing is that we, we talked a little bit before, offline, like all these movies and all these media has conditioned people and they just keep changing the narrative. So now they're normalizing kids with heart attacks and, and strokes. And, and I saw buses with the, you know, children, you know, learn to identify children with with heart attacks and strokes. They're normalizing like like that was a thing. Kids didn't have heart attacks and strokes, but now they're they're making it that a thing like it's a normal thing. And and and, and I think that's how they're prolonging the, the the total awakening to what's going on. But they're they are they're they're, they're working every every trick in the book. And 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 I think it's like sorcery because it's really it's playing with people's minds. Manipulation is a type of sorcery, um, and and they're just and people are going along with it because I don't think they they they've surrendered their critical thinking skills. And once they've surrendered them, it's 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 easier to the the quote is it's easier to fool people than to convince people they've been fooled. And and I think that's holding true in the in this thing, but it's going to be a heck of a, a reckoning when they wake up fully it's um
3: much like the uh, early mickey mouse uh um early mickey mouse sorcery cartoons uh, I don't know if you remember them I'm pretty sure you do yeah I've seen them yeah um do you feel like this is like the Alamo like, do you think it's coming to its
1: end uh, I don't know I, I I I I thought it was coming to the end I I when we did the press conference some some writers uh picked up some of my old interviews that i i forgot about because i had done a lot of them and then i went back and looked because people were sending them to me and i was like i wonder what i said there so i'm always like what did i actually say but even then i thought this was it we had reached that inflection point where it was going to break through and we were going to do it um so i'm really surprised that we've gotten even this further down the road but i i think a lot of things are beginning to change i th- I, I see a lot of signs of hope um as impossible as I think, because they have the control of the technology. Um, and they're able to control so many aspects of our lives and information. But I, you know, again, I believe in God and I, and I, and I believe that anything is possible, but I've really begin to see a lot of things changing and, and people, um, waking up and taking stands in so many ways. I was surprised and I, I don't know what your political views. We haven't talked on them. But I know in in uh, San Francisco, the DEA George Soros has funded a lot of these DAs, and the DA out in San Francisco, and San Francisco is about the most progressive city in the country, and they booted him. That was a big, a big deal. I thought that was a, a big win, and they booted some of the school board members out there, and I thought that was a big deal. There was a uh, a Mexican uh, American or Mexican born American on the border town. Who, in a totally 64 years of being Democratic, which is not the Democrat Party we recognize from the past, um, but she's came in as a Republican. Her husband is a um, uh, not a board, I guess a border police officer, uh, but she won down there, and it, that was that would have been considered impossible six months ago, and she won overwhelmingly. So we're seeing a shift change. And then that brings me to the next thought that I always worried about the pendulum swinging too far from one end to the other, and that scares me as well. Um, and 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 because I don't want to see it shift to to another extreme as well, because I think nobody should be in, in some areas uh, should be forced and conscious. You know, we know we had the dark ages, and we've had a lot of a lot of dark history in that way. So I, I think there's a pendulum switch shift that's going to happen. I just, I pray it's just not totally in the other extreme. Mm -hmm. Well, um, thank you so much,
3: Nick. Uh, You keep fighting the good fight, man. Keep fighting the good fight. That's all I
1: have to say about that. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Thank you. appreciate the questions and and, uh, the chance to talk about these things.
0: And then thank you to everyone. And yes, I we we also believe that there should be a balance in the political system because this what's been happening is is beyond a one particular party. Although we know which one has been really truly in alignment with the Sorenses and uh, you know other nefarious activities. And I I remember one of the. Um, movements or the lead let's say um a moderators here in in new jersey said that the the and she is also has moved to florida and the the worries is that um florida the people who've been some of the people who moved to florida especially coming from let's say new york you know and they may get either they're moving because they see the truth so they're being come then, but if they stay in Florida and don't do anything, just like as you're saying, they get comfortable. And before you know it, then it's just like a, a, a how to say it, like a carrot being dangled in front of you. And in terms of an energy, energy worker, when you kept saying that they know what the good side of us as human beings, and so they always said, oh, operate with your heart, your heart, your heart. And that's what they know, what's in our heart. So they tend to like, okay, let's make you feel better and give you something good for your heart. Then once you get trapped, then boom, they do another thing. So um, yeah, you continue, we continue our part, Nick, because we've, it, it, as you mentioned in other podcasts, it's, it's not easy and we too, it's not easy. You know whether we are band or shadow band or whatever you call it, we one one podcast at a time, one episode at a time. So Nick, tell us anything more you wanted to share, and I'll put in your um, you know your website and any anything going on and any organization and what else can you really tell the audience of what to do? Because you did your part. You are doing your part.
1: I, I just always encourage everybody to take courage, you know, and, and realize that if we don't take a stand now, when we have an opportunity to take a stand, um, it's not going to get it's going to get worse and, and your freedoms are going to be more limited. Um, there's a lot of good organizations popping up. One of the organizations that I've, I've been a part of, CCDF. Uh, is about trying to help citizens, uh, giving them the tools and the backing and the legal backing to take a stand as they did in my fight against uh, Disney. Um, uh, I I think that's a big part. I think uh, don't lose hope. I try to always encourage people not to lose hope because it's really hard when you take a stand and and as time wears on, it's a grind um, to have hope and, and to know that we're standing on the right side of things. And uh, I really believe we'll prevail, but we just got to keep the faith and keep going. Um, I, I I don't know what everybody believes here, but as a Christian, I know where I get my strength from. And, and it's my faith and it's my personal relationship with God through Jesus. And that has been a, a big part of how I've been pretty, you know, it's it's not all easy when you have that face up front and you look strong and you're out there with a the bullhorn and, and and people think, oh, you know, this guy's got a lot of energy. But th- th- there are some really, you know, there's those times, and, and even I would get emails from Canada uh, of of families losing everything and stuff, and I'll never, re- I I'll never forget. Just, just, just couldn't help it, you know. I bury my my face in my hand and I start to cry because it's just overwhelming. Um, but I think um, I think that's positive because it's it's we we gotta have those feelings because they they help drive us if we don't give up. So I just want to encourage everybody to keep fighting, get plugged in somewhere. Uh, everybody, keep doing our part. Podcasting, talking, be that drop of water that keeps to grind everything down. And um, and hopefully, I keep saying we'll 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 meet again to celebrate that we've turned all this over and and we're on a better path.
0: Mm. So to all of you there, please uh, take care of yourselves. Continue what you're doing in on your little way or big ways, and do share this episode okay it will be uploaded in BitChute, rumble and all three of us will share this information and nick thank you very much and hope your family is doing well as well with this journey because i know you you are they are with you
1: yeah couldn't do it without them support system is everything right if you're not supported it's it, so everybody plays a role in the support system my wife is just. I I just thank God for her every day or else I wouldn't have fight as hard as I could.
0: And so so, uh, in eternal reverence, joy and gratitude for the unceasing love and mercy of the one source, most divine. I end this podcast temporarily and see you again next time. Thank you.
1: Thank you everybody.